we've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. There's a highway that stretches across the 93 days of summer where worship isn't offered to the sun, but to the smoking tire, the S-curve, and the spin turn. And if you ride it, make sure you do it in a Dodge Charger, Challenger, or Durango. Because on this highway, the lines being blurred are the ones between drivers and demons. Welcome to Highway 93. Dodge is a registered trademark. Hello, this is Mick Foley, and you are listening to James and Florence on the Forum. Hi, everyone. This is James Patrick. And yes, we've been gone way too long. We have been working on so many things. It's going to be an incredible summer. We have a lot of things coming up for the fall. Florence and I are just so excited. So don't think nothing happened to us. Everything's okay. But we've been posting a lot of our older videos and they've been getting in thousands of views. And some have uh, some guests we're actually going to bring back because they have new projects coming up. And I am just so excited. Very proud of the work that Florence has done. Yes, we are on TikTok. We shared we are growing cats and dogs on TikTok. So all you 12 year olds out there telling us to go on TikTok. We got you covered. Our Twitch channel is now going. We're going to be doing Twitch. We feel like kids out there. So Florence, I'm so excited for all the things you're doing. It's great to be back on the air with you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I absolutely agree with everything you said. Even though it seems like we've been away, I think we've been working harder than we ever have. And our numbers have been bigger than they ever have. It's been amazing. Like you said, with the old guests coming back and those videos, those interviews that we did with them, the original ones are getting thousands of views. And I think that's fantastic. So I, I am very excited. Jampa Media is on a whole new level now. So it's, it's very exciting. It's humbling. We just had our best month ever and we were yeah. getting it, it's amazing. Now we have celebrities that wouldn't speak to us, talking to us. And it's uh, kumbaya. Everyone, cats and dogs living is one. It's an amazing time for for us. It's just so it makes us so happy that you guys love our content, love what we're doing. Florence and I did one video and that was it. And we thought to ourselves, we'll just do a video. It's a cute video. And it got hundreds of views and we couldn't believe it. And that's what really started it about a year and a half ago. And Florence and I are just so grateful and blessed for all of you to wow. really uh, enjoy us. We had this guest on another one of our shows that we had before yeah. and she really rocked it and we wanted her back on because we wanted her on the big show on us because she's got so many great things and I she's a hero of mine because she has really I have been a fan of ESPN since it started when I was a kid in 79 and boy she has been an icon and a rock on that show on ESPN and I can't wait to talk to her so why don't you introduce our guest Florence yes um I feel the same way you do and she's been a friend of ours on social media for a while and not only is she a sports anchor on ESPN radio, but Christine Lisi does it all. 
She's got an amazing website called Cookies by Christine, which I view regularly. And she puts her, she posts all her recipes and her amazing, delicious photos that I just want to jump into my phone and computer and just grab. Her stuff looks amazing. She also has a podcast on Podbean called Bake Boss. And she just does it all. She's a voiceover artist. I am just so happy to have you back with us, Christine, on our show, The Forum. Welcome, Christine. How are you? Hi, James. Hi, Florence. I'm good. How are you guys? Thank you. You said so many nice things. Thank you. Oh, it's warranted. First of all, Christine, you're the second person I know that went to the prestigious school, SUNY Geneseo. And why don't you talk about that experience? Because that's one of the top arts schools in the nation. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's it's always in the um, Geneseo is always in like the top, like top rated schools and bargains. And it's a state school in New York. It's near Rochester. And there's about I guess there's like 5000 students undergrad there and they have graduate programs as well. And it's in a, a small little town. And uh, it was just some of the best four years of my life were there. I made wonderful friends and I got got my I got the TV and radio bug all the way back there working at the the TV and radio station on campus. And uh, I can't say enough good things about that school. I I have so many fond memories. And the neatest thing is um, my core group of friends, there were seven of us and we're still all extremely close, which is really nice because I'm old (laughs) and we've been out of school a long time. So you're still in, you're still got, (laughs) you're still in your prime. Come on. You got a lot going (laughs) on. You're doing great. What I loved is I, a hero of mine was Dick Schaap and Mm -hmm. I just loved him so much. And I was so glad that the interviews that I read about you, you raved about how nice he was. Why don't you explain your uh, working relationship with Dick and what kind of a guy he was? He was so kind. He, um, in addition to all the TV stuff that he did, he did radio. When I started there, he was doing radio on Saturdays, the, um, the Dick Shap show. And, uh, I did updates for him and he was so kind. Like when he heard me walk in a, during a break, he heard me walk in the control room and he said, Oh, is that Christine? And he just says, I still remember this like yesterday. He said, you have a lovely voice. He goes, and I like your work. And he goes, I sound like a gravelly old man. And I just laughed at him and I said, no, no, you don't, but he was just so kind. And I don't, I don't know anybody who ever said anything bad about him. Just, he was just very kind and very nice and um, very easy to work with. Mm. You see a lot because I'm not going to name names, but I have friends that have worked with some of the top people on ESPN. I'm not going to get you or anyone or me in trouble for sure, but you know, not all of them are come drop some puppy dog tails and, and it's a stressful job. It's difficult. There's a lot of egos involved and it just, it's really refreshing to hear that someone coming along, especially a woman, because let's face it in the early days, there was not a lot of women in, in key positions and you kind of were a trailblazer at ESPN and it just is really refreshing to see that one of your heroes is actually a good guy yes. and also great Dan Lambertard. Oh boy. He has blown up. Who would have ever known he'd be such a powerful person in in the radio. Why don't you talk about your relationship with him? Yeah, we, it, it's funny because I would, I worked with Dick on Saturdays and I work with Dan on Sundays and it was funny because when I started, I didn't realize that Dan had started about the same time, maybe a little bit before, but I was really nervous and he seemed like Joe Coolcat. And I was like, you know, this guy from Southern Florida and he was so smooth. And so, I don't know, he was just really, really good at what he did. And it was just funny that like, uh, I found out much, much later that, that he and I kind of started around the same time and he was also nervous, but that was, uh, 
it was Dan and I had a lot of fun on Saturdays, like two very different guys, like, um, you know, Dick and Dan and then, uh, Dan, we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of like goofy stuff, like audience interaction. And he was the first host to kind of bring me in Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, have me be part of the show. And we had, um, we had a really good time on Sundays. You know, if you have to get up at 4am on a Sunday and work for eight hours, it's a, it's a pretty good gig at ESPN and, and, you know, to be able to do that with Dan and then laugh and, and just have a good time in general. It was, it was, um, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Talk about the end finally segment, because that really is a fun <laughs> segment. And sometimes you, you look a little out of place and I think that's why it's so funny. You're a nice person. You're not, you're not going to get on anybody or anything. So, but why don't you talk about the end finally segment? Cause I love it. I was surprised when they asked me to do it. Um, Mike Ryan, uh, the produ- the executive producer, he writes them. Uh, I don't know if Dan asked me or they just all the group, the group of guys thought it was a good idea that I would do it. And I was like, okay. And I was kind of nervous a little bit too. And I was like, I hope I get the delivery ride and everything. And I think the thing that makes me nervous is the first one I got, not nervous, but uncomfortable. Uh, it was about Dan's weight. And a lot of them were always about Dan's weight. And I really uncomfortable, like making fun of people's weight or their looks. And I mm-hmm. think that's why people thought that was so funny because I still can see this in my mind, how I was. And I was like, Oh God, I stopped before I read it. And I was like, I didn't write this. And they're like, no, you have to read it. You have to pretend you wrote it, but they were just kidding with me on air. And so I read it. It was about Dan's weight. And I was like, man, this is just, but it was fun. Like those were, those were a lot of fun. And I think because I was so uncomfortable that everybody thought that was just funny. I think it was. And I think that's what made it. Plus Dan is such, you know, Dan is such a self-deprecating guy. He doesn't take things too seriously. (laughs) And he, he gets it as they say. And I think that's why he kind of has that every man personality that everyone really kind of uh, gravitates to because he's, he's a fun guy. And to put someone like you in that situation, it is always so funny. And I think it, it, that shows a lot to you too. Like you said, it's uncomfortable, but you do, you've done a great job with it. And did you ever think that you would be such an integral part of ESPN when you first started? I didn't. I just, I was so happy to be there uh, just doing updates for me. That was like, that's the pinnacle. Like, where would you rather be? Marv Levy used to have a saying, the old Bills coach, where would you rather be than right here, right now? And I feel like that about ESPN because mm-hmm. it's really hard to get there. And I've been there, it'll be 21 years in yep. September. And I'm just really, really lucky that I get to go there and I get to talk about sports, which has been a wonderful distraction amid the last disaster of a year. Mm, and just, yeah. you know, like I, you know, I look up today and there's five baseball games on and it's just like, whoo, last year we didn't have any of that. It's nice to have that that kind of distraction for, for every day. And I'm just, I'm really lucky. You, it's just, well, you're a blessing to us and to all the people that listen. So yeah. we're really lucky too, to have you also, uh, we have a lot of bills mafia in our crowd and I would be totally destroyed if we didn't talk about your love for the great Buffalo bills and what an amazing turnaround they made. They really look solid. What do you think's going to, what do you think the outlook for them is next year? I think they could, I do don't see why they can't win the Super Bowl. I actually told my college roommate, I still remember this on Christmas day. I called her, wished her Merry Christmas, told her I loved her. And I said, by the way, I think the bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year, meaning this past year, because she lives in the town next to where they play. Mm. And, uh, and she said, you would not believe how happy people are. And I said, yeah, because there's something about that area that people are just, it's, it's kind of hard 
to describe unless you live there or you you've been there. Like my husband always marvels at like I can see somebody in a bill shirt or I'll have a bill shirt on and you go and talk to them like you're you've been friends for 50 years. And it's yeah. just that, that connection with people. And I'm just so it was so much fun this past season to watch to watch them do so well. And for three hours, you don't have to think about all the bad stuff, you know? Yeah. And it was just it was it was an awesome ride. And I I was I was crushed when it ended. I, you're always crushed. I'm, I, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'll just be happy with however far we get. And then, but at the end, like that Kansas City loss, that was a tough one. I, I miss it because I grew up in the Bay Area and we had the mm-hmm. Oakland Raiders and in the 60s and 70s before my time a little bit. But it was just like that family. You would meet people on the street that needed something. Mm-hmm. You would just give it to them. I remember get, handing money to people just because they had a Raider hat on and they needed something. Yep. Uh, you know, giving them, buying them gas money or giving them rides. And I would never give a stranger a ride, but he had a Raider hat on. So, and he was I think, family. <laughs> yeah, he was family. And, I, and mm-hmm. that's why I've kind of gravitated a little bit to Buffalo because the Raiders have kind of lost their way and lost their identity. It'll never be that way again. But I think ESPN or excuse me, uh, Buffalo is that last kind of place that really has lost, hasn't lost its innocence and it gets what it, it's about the community when they're not doing well, people are down. And when they're yes. doing well, it's, there's no better place to be. Yes. Yes. And I think like um, evidence of that is we feel like the guys are part of our family. Like when Josh's grandmother died, Josh Allen's grandmother died, mm-hmm. people gave, I did too. Like you, they gave $17 increments. Cause that that's his Jersey number. Mm-hmm. Um, and they raised like over a half million dollars for um, the Oshai women and children's hospital in, you know, for him or if anybody, you know, like when, Andy Dalton for the, when he was with the Bengals, he made a play and the bills got into the playoffs yep. thanks to a Bengals win. And like people gave to Andy Dalton, like, it's just like this, this, um, I guess pay it forward kind of, kind of thing. Like people don't have a lot of money, but you're like, Hey, you know what? I got 17 bucks to give here. I yep. can help this person. I can help that person. I love it. I pull for Buffalo every time. That's Aww. awesome. We need all the support we can get. <laughs> From a Raider fan. <laughs> now, Christine, I wanted to ask you, you and I have a lot in common. Not just that we're both living in Connecticut, we're in the same state, but I also spent some time working in radio, not to the caliber that you're at, not, you know, not the type of um, big career you had. I did more of the behind the scenes stuff. I worked promotions, doing live radio events for two Connecticut radio stations. But I also know that you love baking and I think you are an incredible baker and I love your website. So I wanted to ask, where did your love of baking come from? And when did you get the idea to do this amazing website? I think I've always enjoyed baking because even now, like it started when, you know, with my mom and both of my grandmothers and some of my aunts, like when I was little and I I see it like as now it was like a really nice kind of bonding thing that I I could do with them. And I I think that's why I still I do a lot of it today because it can take me back to that time um, with my family mm-hmm. and whether it was, you know, Christmas time, you know, I couldn't this year because of the pandemic, but when I would go home and visit my mom at Christmas, we'd make all these cookies, like still now, like hundred cookies or 250 cookies now. And, mm, um, yeah. and it's just, it's a way, like, I don't, I think it's kind of a way to like stay connected to your past too. For me, um, yeah. being Italian food is a big part of yeah. 
you know, the cult, you know, food's a big part of the oh, culture. Oh yeah, I know really well. <laughs> yep. Like your Italian wedding yeah, soup that you made a couple months ago, that looked incredible. Yes. Yes. Um, again, that's my dad used to make that. Both my parents are from Italy. My mother was born in Palermo, Sicily, and my father was born in a little town outside of Naples. So both my parents cooked. So I grew up in an Italian household with Italian immigrants who both cooked from like 5 a.m., you know, throughout the day. So I learned a lot, but not just the cooking, but I think the baking. My grandfather was an amazing baker. He made his own bread. He made his own pastry. He made everything from scratch. So I I love when I see that in another person, that family tradition. Like you said, it just keeps you connected to your family. And one of the things I love is that you turned your love of baking and that connection to family into this website, not to mention a podcast. I mean, you really made something of it. So when did you decide you wanted to take it a step further and do your website? I think a couple years ago, because um, again, my college roommate, who is also named Christine, she's like, I want, she wanted a recipe. She goes, but I need to see it. I need pictures because I would just give her directions. And she's like, no, 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 I need to see it. So I also, I actually did a couple YouTube videos too. Oh, see great. Like I'm more great. of a, um, I'm more of a direction a person. I need like it written yeah. down and she's more of like a picture person. And a visual. So, she's visual. Yes. Yeah. So am I. <laughs> yeah. And I can't like, I, I compare it to like reading a map. Like I can't read a map, but if you write it down for me, I'll get there. But if you give yeah. me a map, I'm like, I got nothing. So <laughs> You know, I just, I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then I started, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to share these and just see if, you know, if people like it. And, you know, I tried to write a little positive thing at the end. I don't even know if people read it or not, but like, you know, if they look, try the recipe or whatever, a nice way to share, share with people and, and see what, you know, if they want to make it to. I actually, I'm sorry, Florence, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say there's such a personal touch to everything that you do, Christine. So I think that people really connect with that. But no, I, I, I love your website. Thank you. I really like the very large cookie, uh, chocolate chip cookie <laughs> recipe. That's the one that I like. That was the recent one. I also like your peanut butter one. Uh, one of the oh. peanut butter bars that you did that was really mm-hmm. good. So mm-hmm. I think that when you look at these there, what's so good about cooking too, Christine, is that uh, I used to teach classes in at uh, college when I was in college, just simple how to cook, how to bake, how to do things. And it's such a refreshing thing. I think people get intimidated by it. But what I like about yours is it's very to the point. It's very simplified. And I think it's easy to follow. So when someone goes on your site, it's it's all there. You just follow the directions. It's really easy because some of these sites I go on and there's like three or four pages of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my, what? I am not reading. All this. Right. Right. So, I love that yours is just gets to the point. This is how it is. Yeah. This is was that purposefully done or did you just kind of do that? And it worked out that way. Actually, was it it was advice from my husband. He's like, I think you should just because some of these and I, I don't have any if people choose to do that on their blog, that's fine. But a lot of times there's like a there's a big story or there's this or there's that. Mm. And that's fine. But like Rob's like, just get to the point, get to the recipe. Cause that's what people yeah. are there for. And so that's what I that's what I decided to do. And you know, sometimes I'm tired 
tired and I don't want to type up a story because I'm just yeah. tired, but I want to get the, I want to get it out there because, you know, I, I try to post, I try to post, you know, once or twice a week just mm-hmm. to have, you know, just to have stuff out there and to mm-hmm. keep people interested and to keep people coming to the site. And, you know, I always say, if you can read and follow directions, you can cook, you can bake. That's right. Now, right? what are you, yeah. what are some of your favorite family treats like for the holidays? I'm a big fan of like um, the peanut blossoms, which are, mm. you know, just the, oh. with the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey kiss on top. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. those. Mm-hmm. I love cutout cookies. I make cutout cookies, not just at Christmas, but you know, for the holidays throughout the year, because we have a, a good sugar cookie recipe that's been in that was my, my, uh, a friend of the family, they, uh, she, the lady passed it on to my mom. So I, I use that one. So that, and anything, my mom's always like, I printed out these recipes and she's got like, <laughs> you know, 10 pages. And I'm like, mom, we have like 12 people coming. <laughs> I don't know if everybody needs 10 cookies, but apparently they do when they come to our house. So oh, well, that's, a big plate of cookies. That's fantastic. I remember during March madness, you had some chocolate cutout cookies. I think they were chocolate or peanut butter and you decorated them like, uh, as basketballs. And I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. I tried, I stink at decorating, but I do try, I do try, you know, my best for, for stuff like that. But one of the guys is like, what is this? I'm like, it's a basketball. What month are we in? <laughs> Julia Child said, it doesn't matter what it looks like that much. It matters what it tastes like. So uh, tastes a lot of like- times I, that's my big problem is I'm trying to get better into decorating because mine looks like one of my arms is broken. It's just horrible. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but boy, you just got to keep trying and that's yes. what it's all about. I see you have a love for M&Ms too. I do. I, I bought a little, I bought the mini M&Ms and I was like, you know what? I'm it's, it seems like the bag doesn't end because I put them, I put them on everything. I'm like, what is up with this bag? <laughs> I don't, you know, I didn't even buy a big one, but I always think that like those little M&Ms, they just are so cheery and happy and they, they just kind of brighten stuff up. Bright so I'm colors. Like, I'll just don't throw everything. M&Ms on it. Yeah. Yes. Now, where would you like all this to go right now? It's kind of, you're, you're just kind of taking, seems like you're starting to take this more and more seriously as the days go on. I think you got a great future in this. I have to be honest with you. Yours is kind of attractive. I love your site because I think there's just too much fluff going on. I saw the Food Network somewhere. I'm not going to call out the person, uh, Rachel Ray, but I'm not going <laughs> to, but they were using canned frosting and I was dying. Oh, I was oh. dying. I was dying. I thought this, uh, I can't, I'm turning off this station forever. But I think that this is the big problem with a lot of the cooking shows is go back to the old recipes. Go back. It's like best thing I ever tasted was my mom's German chocolate cake. Give me that mm-hmm. in a glass of milk. I'm fine. Ooh. I don't want all this nonsense that's going on. And yes. that's where I see your is just a great old school recipes. Where would you like this to go? You know, I, I don't know. I just, if I've, I've gotten a decent amount of people to follow me, which I enjoy. And I think that's awesome. And when people like react to me on, you know, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, like I like seeing that, that baking makes people happy, that my mm-hmm. baking makes people happy. I like to bring it into work because, you know, it's uh it's a, it's a good place to work, but it's hard. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of yeah. pressure, but, and I was like, you know what, if my brownies on a Thursday morning, make people happy, then I'm bringing in brownies on a Thursday. So it oh, all works great. You know, it's funny how food brings everyone mm-hmm. together during bad yeah. times. You know, yes. there's no, with all the problems we're having right now with society and uh, nothing like a cupcake or a brownie or a cookie to mm-hmm. kind of just get, all this stuff's nonsense let's let's uh food is is a great thing to bring people together now 
what is your future? Obviously, you're going to stay at ESPN. You're doing fantastic there. Other than your baking and stuff, what other things that you're looking into doing? Are you looking into doing more on YouTube, doing more videos? What are you looking on doing? I do need to, I would like to do more videos. It's just a matter of like, I just need to pull out the iPad and it's uh, cause on iMovie, it's easy to put together a, mm-hmm. a video, you know, a baking video and stuff. And I do a lot of it, like um, I'm on camera a little bit and then I got to figure out a way to do it. That it's just like a shorter video, like, and the, the graphics just go across the street, the screen, like have a cup of butter, a cup mm-hmm. of sugar you know what i mean like that um so i just need to it's just uh sometimes it's hard to find time to do all that but i would like to do a few Mm -hmm. more videos because those are fun too because people have checked out what one girl on she contacted me on youtube and she's like i'm gonna make these and she made them and she really liked them they were their chocolate chip cookies stuffed with brownies i think that's what Mm. she made and she contacted me and she said they were good so i was like oh that was stuff like that makes me happy because i i know some people won't share their stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know why i find that kind of strange Mm -hmm. But like, I was like, make it, I, you know, and if you make it better than me, great, you know, that's, that's fine. But yeah. I think some people don't want, some people might be a little hesitant to do that, but I like to I'm the stuff. same way. I, I, we're doing something in the future and I don't want to spill the beans now, but I'm the same way I have on my WordPress. I put up a lot and some of them are getting thousands of views and I didn't even know people were reading it, but just simple recipes, pecan pie, you know, easy pecan pie, Mexican wedding cakes, you know, uh, drinks, different types of drinks. And I think that it's really fun when you share it because when people do do it, and this is what I like about your, there are a handful of people and I hope more people will do it because we're going to encourage this. Just do, do your recipes and share them because it is fun yes yeah it's a nice little bonding thing that you can do with people and it's something happy and and if you know if it if they do it and it makes them happy that's you know that makes my heart fall oh that's fantastic well christine Um, i have something to ask you before you go off air but it has been a pleasure everyone we're going to be spreading the joy with her sites and everything we're going to be flooding you guys with cookies and cupcakes and special recipes and Florence and I may just do a couple too, and we'll Please share do. it. We'll make sure Christine knows, and we'll be sharing yes. it. I I will try not to eat them all before I show them <laughs> on camera. But uh, these are this her pictures are are hard to watch. I can't watch them all because they're so good. But we're just really excited about what you're doing, Christine. We thank you for all the joy you've given us on ESPN. Been a special part of it, and we're just really blessed to have people like you on that really make our day and make us laugh and and share with us the good and bad of sports uh, sometimes it's not always good but the thing is you do it with a smile and you do it with a great uh, presence and we really appreciate it well thank you guys you guys are so kind and I, it's nice to see that, that's fantastic we, we so appreciate it and you guys yeah. uh, Florence why don't you take us out yes well I can't say enough about Christine and her amazing career. I want everybody to go to her website, Cookies by Christine. You will not be disappointed. Mouthwatering recipes. Just, I just love the website. Like I said, I, I check it out regularly. And she also has her podcast on Podbean, Bake Boss. So check that out as well. Christine, thank you so much for being on the forum. I really, really appreciate it. I know James does as well. And we will see you on social media. I, I just, I love your post. So I'm, I'm just so excited that you were able to come on. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. And take care, everyone. Have a great week.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.